The Unpublished Podcast with Amy and James. Welcome to another episode of the Unpublished Podcast. It is another solo episode, just Amy today. James is still on his sabbatical. Um, I'm, he really wanted to come and do the podcast and he might end up doing a few more podcasts uh, in the next few weeks, but I'm forcing him just to have a break. I know he loves this part of his job so much, but um, I think he really needs to completely step out and not have one leg in one leg out kind of thing so it's just another Amy episode today and I was sitting here thinking about what topics we want to do or I want to do by myself uh, because we've got a few good ideas that I know James really wants to do I don't want to steal them from him and I thought um, I'm going to go through my notes app with you I do share my notes app on Instagram every now and again and share the mess, the madness, the unhinged and the occasionally profound magic that I find in my notes app. Um, It's such an interesting little place for creatives, I think, um, where we put down these half-formed thoughts, ideas for art, ideas that we have, shopping lists, absolute crap as it comes to me. I write some absolutely bizarre things in my notes app. So I thought I'd just go through some today. I haven't checked on them, no idea what might come up, but we might expand on some topics um, and we might we might laugh at myself. Okay, let's begin. Okay, so this first one is a post I posted yesterday and it says your creative practice doesn't need to be efficient. Your creative practice doesn't need to look visibly busy. Creativity isn't a vehicle to prove productivity. So this was an, a thought that came to me when I was listening to Deep Work by um, Cal Newport because he, he's speaking about this obsession with efficiency and our world's obsession with efficiency. And I was thinking about how creativity is a rebellion and a revolution against this constant prioritization of efficiency because art isn't consumed or made to be efficient. It isn't consumed or made to appear busy, to appear productive. And I just love that about art. And I think when we really like think about it, perhaps in a more philosophical or slightly more removed way art in so many ways is just this rebellion this antithesis of like industrialist and capitalist systems that prioritize the most efficient that prioritize getting the most out of people that prioritize most productivity art doesn't have to be efficient it can be meandering and lazy and beautiful in that way and art so frequently doesn't look like a busy practice so much of what the creative does um, is in those idle moments like staring out the window or in the shower or on a walk like so often creativity doesn't look busy it doesn't look productive we're having these incredible ideas inside our own minds in these moments that look like nothing and I think that's so magical and so beautiful and I really wanted to bring that Uh, idea out and so I kind of extrapolated on those ideas and put them into a post yesterday okay ways I've been activated is the next post so I've started going back to therapy again which is beautiful I love it I every now and again I will just wake up and I will realize I need a little bit of extra support and that happened the other day and so I'm back in therapy with a beautiful new therapist and we're really looking at how I can calm my central nervous system and as I say that I realize I'm a little bit activated right now I've been trying to get a lot of work done I've been seeing a lot of people so I'm just I'm going to slow down I'm going to slow down so she asked me to notice this week what 
activates me, what puts me in that space of fight or flight. And so I've been kind of noting things down. Um, So ways I've been activated. A really loud fly. I was sitting in my office yesterday and there was a really loud fly and it just, I wanted to crawl out of my own skin. I'm extremely sound sensitive. Um, And immediately it put me into, oh my God, just stop, like super heightened, super stressed. And I feel like very, you know, that I feel like that's something I should be able to cope with, but it isn't. And I'm just going to own that and understand that and, and look at ways that I can deal with myself as someone who is very sound sensitive. So yesterday, Pat, our friend who was staying with us, was sitting directly behind me as I created. And I noticed that that was impacting me. Um, I noticed that the presence of someone behind me made me feel uncomfortable and activated. So I wrote that down. I wrote, I hate waiting small amounts of times for things. So often I can get quite agitated and distressed when I have like a strange amount of time between tasks. So often when I'll go on my phone and scroll and I get this feeling of like, I don't know what to do with this time. So like if I have to wait 10 minutes between calls, that really frustrates me. And I find myself with an inability to look after myself because I don't know what to do in the interim. (laughs) And that's, again, a very bizarre thing to be activated by, but I noticed it today. And then my last one, I've only just started making this list, is I had a pain in neck. Unfortunately, I cricked my neck on Monday and it's just like not going away. I think I've got a bit of a trapped nerve and pain elevates my state. Pain shortens my breathing. Pain puts me into that fight or flight, which is so normal and and so what our human bodies do. And I noticed that. And I must say, just noticing all of this stuff has been really useful uh, because I I think so much of the time I go unconscious and I'm just suddenly I'm like so fucking overstimulated and so distressed and I'll have no idea what's put me in that state. So just paying attention um, to all of this has been really important. And that's literally only been like a day of me doing that. (laughs) This next one is so random. I have no idea why I wrote it down. I actually, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't put it on the podcast. Like it's too much. Okay, I'm sorry. I I I need I tell you guys nearly everything, but like what the fuck is that? I just can't. Okay, this one. 10 questions creatives need to ask themselves. So this is a post idea. And I was interested in the idea that question asking is so much more powerful than statement saying, I guess. I'm interested by this idea that when we ask questions, like when we when I present journaling prompts, when I sit and really ask poignant questions with creatives that it's so much more fruitful than me just explaining my experience like questions are so powerful there is such an art in asking questions and I and this stems from my work within journaling prompts and it stems from my work in working with creatives but asking the right question is just the most magnificent portal to evolution and change and healing so I was just thinking about questions I could ask creatives that would be life changing and I don't have many yet but it's something I really want to think about okay this one's hilarious it's a blank note with one word and it just says creativity incredible okay this one says maybe you're not stagnant maybe you're not blocked maybe things are happening in the wings maybe the tiny steps that you are taking and then I've stopped. (laughs) 
again this was obviously an idea for something I wanted to share I really want to share this idea that stagnancy is is not again I've written this before it's actually I want to share that the stillness is not stagnancy I think so many creatives can feel stuck and so afraid that nothing is happening for them creatively and they're blocked and it all feels so painful and I just I have been so traumatized by this feeling of stagnancy in my life and and in reality nothing was ever stagnant nothing was ever at a standstill there was so much energy creative energy happening around me I just I wasn't able to see it in that moment and I was taking so many baby steps and yet I still felt like I was stuck but I wasn't I was moving forward on my path I was taking these baby actions that were leading to incredible change I think it's so easy for creatives to feel so stuck when in reality you are on the path and you are moving forward and you are creating something in your future that is so beautiful and things are happening in the wings that you're not aware of and things are happening in the world that are for you and for your art that you're not aware of and you are on the path and moving forward I just I don't know that I even believe in this feeling of stagnancy I I know that we can feel stagnant but I don't know that we ever are actually stagnant um especially not as creatives like if we are creating art and we're making stuff even if we're just doing the tiniest amount each day even if it's so shit I just don't believe that we can truly be in a state of stagnancy and I want to hold creatives that are feeling stuck because I know how painful that can be and I want to promise you that I just think more is happening than you believe oh my gosh I have no idea what some of these mean I literally, this is so raw. Oh, this one just says, okay. Okay. I'm just going to fling down it and just pick one. Okay. Pick one from July. July 27th, 07, 2023. You can still be a serious, established, professional, esteemed creative if you have another job as well. I think so many of us think that we have to have creativity is a full-time job in order to be seen as a serious creative and I just reject it I reject it with my whole heart um this is a trap I think not all of us you know need to or want to be full-time creatives but that doesn't mean we can't be serious um important impactful you know masters of our craft it's a story we need to unpack all right this note is from the 18th of the 7th the 18th of July I've written the only one bed trope so this is obviously a note for my novels the only one bed trope is a trope you see in romance where the love interests get into a situation where there's only one bed and oh no what are you gonna do oh he'll sleep on the floor he'll sleep on the floor it's fine oh no you can't sleep on the floor it's so cold we must need each other's bodies for warmth etc etc and apparently I, I wanted to play around with that. I don't think I actually used it, but it interested me. Okay. This one is from... Oh, I know what this is. I was like, what have I written here? It's from the 5th of the 7th. So I'm writing um, in my app notes app because I obviously really want to go onto Instagram and I'm trying to kind of check in with myself before I lose myself to a social media binge and I've written what I feel um wow it's kind of intense but here we go I'm going on this app because my brain has buzzed out and I'm stressed about the plum tree in a major way 
It's so beautiful. So I'm talking about the plum tree in my back garden, uh, which is what the cottage is named after. It's called Plum Tree Cottage. And it was ravaged with aphids um, in the summer. And I was so stressed. I was going to kill it. I was going to let down my parents. And clearly I was trying to numb to not think about it. I continue. I'm in between tasks and I feel overwhelmed. Again, I'm just going to pull out here to say it's that in between tasks, in between meetings that I get very overstimulated within. And it's interesting that it comes out here. Deep breaths. Oh my God. I also really don't like that people are around me. Again, like this is so interesting to read actually after looking at what has been overstimulating me recently. Again, like these are, I'm clearly on this, I'm writing and I'm journaling because I'm super overstimulated and I'm super stressed out and I'm just listing all of these things that I've been noticing this week that do like put my central nervous system into huge fight or flight. I also don't like the people around me. I'm desperately trying to escape my present situation, which is wild. I'm flicking in and out of this notes app trying to get online. This discomfort should be so safe, but it's clear my body does not feel this way. The not knowing what to do is a very, very stressful situation for my mind and my body. I then feel resentful of people around me for some reason. I'm also very worried I've killed the plum tree because I would feel like the biggest disappointment to my parents. Not knowing what to do next. Knowing that whatever comes next is going to require discipline makes me immediately feel so, so sensitive. James's YouTube is way too loud. I tried to go online. I've tried to go online again and again. What a beautiful little testament to the way my mind struggles with overstimulation. You can see here that there's I've been overstimulated by sound. You can see here that I've been overstimulated by presence of people, by the in-betweenness of tasks, by the feeling of having to discipline myself in order to do something. And then obviously this really beautiful thing, I was very worried about the plum tree. The plum tree survived and actually had this incredible harvest of plums this year. And, you know, she was totally fine. And if that ain't something we can learn from, like she was ravaged by these bugs, but like an incredible harvest. I'm so grateful that I document stuff like this because I feel like it is such an insight into who I am and it is such an insight into my journey and how I am learning and how I am taking care of myself. And I actually feel really emotional reading that out um, compared to my notes this week about how I'm overstimulated. This is a very bizarre podcast, guys. Um, all over the place but I hope that we can well you can grab one or two things from it okay this note is from the 3rd of July I have no idea what I'm about to read and I think it's another journal entry sometimes I feel so inspired so full excited and hungry and that I have no tangible portal in which to make these feelings manifest in the real world so I'm just sitting here thinking so many things and thinking so many half-formed big feelings and I'm overflowing and it's beautiful and it's also really frustrating there is no clear way in which to translate these huge feelings into art and creation hard I think that's something most creatives can resonate with Sorry, I just laughed because I've got this notes app. <laughs> Maybe this should be my last one. I should be reined in. Um, it's a story idea. The story of a Victorian slut? Question mark, question mark. All of these Victorian values coming up and she's just riding everyone she can possibly think of. <laughs> I can't believe I read that out loud. I don't know you know you just have to write down all shitty ideas okay if you 
think I'm preaching make shitty art, write down shitty ideas and not following through, you are wrong. Because listen to what I just said. Okay, I'm going to do one or two more, guys, and then I will leave you be. I'll let you have respite from my notes app. Okay, I'm going str- I'm going back to early in the year. We're going back to to March. I feel like I'm scanning them to make sure they're not embarrassing to me, but I should just read them out loud. Okay. Okay, yeah, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I hope you're feeling this sense of mysticism about who I am, but I can't give you everything. Right, this one is from uh, the 27th of the 3rd this year. I want my lectures and talks to be in a shared flow state. If I'm not in the space of creative te- oh, if I'm not in the space of creative- if I'm and that's interesting if I'm not in the space of being the teacher or a leader my natural shyness comes out that is so interesting these are three completely different things so they're actually three sentences that have nothing to do with each other and the last sentence is I still have a taste for the transcendence Christianity left me with a taste for seeing the holy Okay, well, we'll go through this and then I'll leave you be. So the first one, I want my lectures and talks to be shared, to be in a shared flow state. So there's like some cool evidence coming out that shared, that flow state can be shared. So, you know, that great feeling when you're in creative project and you're just like on a roll and it feels so good and it's flow. There's evidence that looks at how in talks or in masterclasses or in group settings, flow state can be shared. And I really love this idea that in all my talks and all my masterclasses, even the ones online, that it can all be shared and we can have this experience together. And I love that idea. Um, This next one, if I am not in a space of of, um, being a teacher or a leader, my natural shyness comes out. It's really interesting as well. I, if I'm in a group setting where I'm not I don't have to take up space as someone who is speaking or someone who is leading. I just, I'm a very quiet person. I don't know if that's true. I'm not quiet, but I'm definitely quieter. You know what? I don't know if that's a true sentence, but it's interesting that I noticed it. I can, I can be quite reserved. I wouldn't say quiet or shy is the word, but reserved. And this last one, I still have a taste for the transcendent. Christianity left me with a taste for seeing the holy. So I was brought up in a Christian uh, household um, and I was brought up going to church. And even though I'm not Christian anymore, like I think, you know, I'm right here. Like I still have this taste for the transcendent. Um, I love seeing the holy. I love seeing the divine. I love seeing the magic. And I also love alchemizing religious language into my own language, like a reclamation of words like altar and holy and um, divine. I feel like I like to reclaim those words and, and bring them into my realm of creativity. Okay, guys, you really went on a journey with me then. Um, I'm going to stop because I could just keep going forever. Take what you will from that madness. Um, thank you for always seeing me. Thank you for loving me, despite the fact that I just told you the worst idea for a book ever. Um, I mean, there could be something in it. There's something to do with like Victorian ethos of like being a prude and being like like their Victorian morals and then having like some Victorian like slutty sexually liberated woman like there's something there but I don't know I don't know if I'm willing to to dive in. I hope there was something for you there. Thank you for seeing me in my rawness. There's nothing more raw than letting someone see your notes app. Um, I love you. James is gonna be like, what did you do today for the podcast? And I'm gonna tell him and he's gonna. He's, I don't know. I don't know what his response is going to be. 
Um, we have the Inspired Collective opening in a week and a bit. That is my membership um, where we create or we do masterclasses each week. So it alternates between teaching about a certain topic and then we do sessions where we just all sit and we create together. It is my most continuous, most probably most important you know, creation that I have because I have, you know, we build this community of creatives together and it's so beautiful. Sorry, my computer just did a boo-boo. There we are. Um, so that's opening soon. It only opens um, every, twice a year. So if you want to be part of a creative community that asks you to be the best version of yourself as an artist and holds you and supports you as you do your brave things, um, that is a community that is there for you. And I want you to be a part of it. I would love to be a part of your journey in that way. I'm also going to Santa Fe next week. I'm going to the US to speak and be at the a Writing Room Conference, which is going to be, you know, just, I, I have no doubt, one of the highlights of 2023. It is a microcosm and like a little safe space for, for writers, for authors. Um, you can still join. You can come to Santa Fe or you can come online. And I'm actually going to be the online MC. So I'll be holding everyone that comes online very gently. And you'll see a lot of me if you come online. Um, and then I'm also doing a talk at the end, which I'm so excited about. I am going straight after Julia Cameron, our mama creative bear. And I'm so blessed. And I just feel so grateful for this incredible full circle moment for me. Um, so yeah, those are the two things that I have in terms of news, Inspire Collective opening and the Santa Fe Conference, a writing room, all the links are in my bio, um, although the membership still won't open for another, I think it's another 10 days. Okay, babies, go have beautiful creative days, go be gentle with yourself, go do the bare minimum, go be compassionate and loving to yourself, okay? You're very precious and we need your art.